Just how true are these allegations? Yesterday, I received an email from um, a, a certain media house um, raising um, alarm that one of our correspondents, uh, journalists, uh, wrote an email to the Guptas. So I didn't know that. So I had to request for time to go through the to ask the head to send me uh, any proof to suggest that this email was sent. Of course, I saw a bit of the email which was sent. But that email, uh, it was sent without my knowledge, uh, did not have my blessings. We have since, as I'm talking to you right now, we have since taken um, an action against the journalist in question. But uh, having said that, I also scanned through our websites, our archives, to check if any Gupta story was produced by any of my reporters. I found none. I also checked with our, our clients, newspapers, online, radio stations, television, that receive news stories from us, whether they... They got stories about the Guptas from 2016 up, up to today. Again, there was nothing like that. So those um, allegations of uh, sprucing, um, beautifying, uh, sanctifying, uh, cleansing the Guptas, they are baseless and they, and they unstabilized. Thank you. But in short, you are saying to us that Mr. Baloy was found to indeed have written the email with those aforementioned contacts. Am I correct? Correct. So what was the interview with him um, about? As in, did he explain his motives? Did he say... Uh, when would this be in the pipeline? Because according to what we've seen, he even suggests an interview with yourself. With myself? You are the editor-in-chief, are you not, sir? Yes, yes. yes. He suggested, he, he, like I'm saying, he wrote an email that did not get my blessings and I didn't know about that. And uh, as I'm talking to you, um, we have taken an action against that. And like I'm saying to you again, if anything of that nature uh, uh, could have happened, surely from 2016 up to now, you could have seen something that is uh, speaking good about the Guptas or anything coming from us suggesting that we are edifying them. But checking through our files, through our records, through news content that has been sent to our partners with nothing of mm. that nature. Mr. Kunika, I'm not in any way um, disputing what you're saying. I'm asking that uh, for him to be fired from the company, there would have been some kind of conversation, some kind of disciplinary hearing. So I'm asking, what are the contents of that discussion? Did he explain his motives? Did he say when he was going to put his plan in action or whether he changed his mind? When, when, he's, when, I, asked, when I confronted him yesterday, he said... Um, I, I wanted to discuss business with them. 
So I asked what kind of business. He said, uh, I sent just a proposal to them. I said, any uh, proposals that I, I was talking to him to say, any proposals that go out on behalf of our company, they receive our blessings, as that is the nature with the way we do business. As the editor-in-chief, I'm the one who should sanction all those things. But in this case, someone just made a decision without my approval, without my knowledge. And up to now, when, when such information came, I was so shocked, hence taking this decision. So uh, uh, we, we have parted ways with the guy, as I'm talking to you right now, uh, in regard to that issue. But um, suffice to say that um, if you check, um, probably, I'm sure you, your interview is based on the news article that is in the public domain now. Yeah. Um, uh, at the same time, um, the reporter who did that story, when when I, she found me, she, she, she wanted to do an interview. I asked her to send the proof of the evidence. While it's we were talking, um, I said if it is true that this guy sent an email to the group, it's unfortunate. But it was off record because I was going to check, to double-check it and uh, uh, investigate if ever any work from CHA News uh, was done on behalf of the group. Okay. But while it's in the process of doing that, um, then um, there was an article already going. But we, having said that, we, as say genius, we fairly unfairly painted black. Yes, my employee um, overstepped, but I took remedial action. Uh, what we discussed with the for, for the way forward, I even called a meeting in the newsroom to say, guys, as to our rules, ethics, and the principles of doing business, such a kind of work cannot be done without All right, Mr. Kunika, we have to end it there with you. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate your time, Editor-in-Chief. Savius Parker Kunika, he's editor-in-chief of uh, the Center for African Journalists. We are now on the line to Professor Franz Kruger. He's an adjunct professor of journalism at the Wits, at Wits University. Um, apologies for making you hold that long, Professor, but I'm sure you also uh, at least were happy to be privy to our conversation with Mr. Kunika, him explaining the situation. He says, yes, eventually the emails were found to be true, but um, there's no evidence that, um, you know, any work was done on behalf of the Guptas. Is this a peculiar situation? Um, good afternoon, and thanks. Um, yes, it is rather a peculiar situation. I mean, uh, it is, of course, it is, of course, one thing which, you know, if you offer to do PR work for somebody, then it's quite something else if you actually do it. Um, and Mr. Kunika is quite quite right to to point it out. Nevertheless, it is a very unusual thing for a journalist to write um, to anyone, and particularly to a family or a set of a, a company that is this controversial, to offer basic offer to uh, clean up their image. Uh, it's certainly not something that journalists would do. It's more in the of the kind. It's more something that a PR agency might want to do. 
Um, certainly not something that journalists would do. Mm. Right. Okay. This involved, as you say, w- one um, family that's achieved some sort of not- notoriety, but off the records, as in, does it happen? We've heard cases of uh, brown paper envelopes uh, or brown paper, brown envelope journalism and allegations of um, journalists writing positive or negative articles motivated by something or the other. Does this happen? Well, unfortunately, it does happen. I don't think it's uh, it's very common in South Africa. We've had a couple of cases where, which uh, you know, where there's a, a direct payment or a direct benefit offered to journalists for writing in particular ways, um, and where that has come out, I think that there has been the kind of reaction that you've seen now, which highlights the fact that it really is a problem, um, and it's not something that we, you know, anyone should countenance in the profession. Um, I mean, one one does have to say that, of course. Journalists always do have um, opinions and approaches and attitudes to things, um, and that is not something that you can, you know, you can wish away. But it is quite something else to offer your gun for hire, so to speak, um, and uh, you know, offer, in fact, tough for business to say, "Well, pay me." and I'll write nice things for you. That is quite extraordinary. Mm. I, I just want to ask a final question on the public's understanding of what the job of journalists is, especially in certain cases where, say, a, a journalist would um, either ask tough questions or uh, would approach a, a matter in a different way or particular angle. There's that fine line which journalists are either accused of taking sides or uh, you know, believing in something which they don't necessarily do, but also the public need to trust that they are doing their, their jobs. How do you connect the two and make sure that it's a seamless relationship? Well, as you say, I think um, the kind of relationship of trust that exists or should exist between journalists and their audience is absolutely crucial. I mean, unless um, people are able to listen or tune in or read something and have a degree of confidence that what they're being given, um, that it's reasonably reliable, uh, even understanding that people have different viewpoints and different you know, backgrounds and so on to flavor what they write, but nevertheless that there is a degree of reliability there. That level of trust is essential to our work, and that's precisely why this kind of thing is so worrying, because it undermines that trust.